Hi, welcome back to the Pre-Vet Podcast. Why and are you today, whispering, though? Is it, am I whispering? Does it sound like you're whispering when you talk? I thought I was talking. He's yeah. whispering a wee bit. I think it's the ASMR I would do your regular bit. voice. Oh, okay, so just talk normally. Low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Welcome to the Pre-Vet Podcast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to the Pre-Vet Podcast. I'm Ben Chamberlain. And I'm Allie Bergen. And today we are interviewing someone really cool, the infamous Alex Avellino. Thanks for having me on your show. Right? Welcome. Isn't it weird? You're <laughs> on the other side. Yes, I feel side? very insecure. I like being in control, so I'm not loving this. I love that, that you're not in control right <laughs> It's now. a rare feeling, I assume, for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Quite rare. Quite. Um, so I think today we wanted to get into the fact that also it's a hundredth episode. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. A pre-podcast. Yeah. It's and, our birthday. I mean, not to brag or anything, but I mean, it's a pretty cool thing to be yeah. interviewing her today. I feel so. very special being I, able to interview right, you I right feel now. special being interviewed. Well, I, I guess we'll open it up. I'm going to start with, you yes. know, who is Alex Avellino? Alex Avellino <laughs> is peculiar. Oh. Okay. okay. I like that word better than weird. Okay. It's okay. like, and it's not, a, it's different than unique. So I would say peculiar, a little spooky, and... Driven, competitive, oh. competitive. Yeah, def- yes, She's absolutely. Competitive. Very competitive. If you don't know, everyone listening, Alex Avellino is the m- very competitive. Mm-hmm. I like to win. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm okay with losing. As a vet student, I feel like I have more losses than wins sometimes. Terms so. of that as well. But would we say that you getting into vet school was a huge win? Definitely a huge win. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we need to know you are not from Florida, even though mm-hmm. we're at UF. Yes, I'm originally from New Jersey. But right. I just wanted to know how yeah. you felt about. New Jersey food being in Florida. I'm a big, I, I'm, sometimes I'm very sad and I'm confused as to why folks who move from the north don't come here and give us like a bakery, start a bakery, but everyone retires when they come down here. Yeah, it's true. So That's we're true. just suffering. But again, I do love food in general. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say because you're a huge foodie. Huge foodie. Right? I remember Live you... for it. It's my one vice. It's the one bad thing I do. I, I will have to tell people though that when Alex took me to lunch, the other oh, day, a disaster. she was asking me how, where have I eaten in Gainesville? And I told her as a fellow foodie, most places she said, I was like, I've already eaten there. I've already eaten there. And then she goes, oh, I have a brilliant idea. This is, this is Alex Evelyn to the course. She goes, I have a great idea. She goes, are you ready? We're going somewhere. We're driving. We show up to the UF Health Professional Park. Which looks like a cinder block from the outside. It's just a large cinder yeah, block. And she goes, we're going to eat in the cafeteria here. <laughs> and how was your food? It was it was actually really good. Correct. My turkey burger did kind of hit different. Correct. As Antonio says, it slapped. It slapped. It slapped. But it was yeah, it was an experience, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. grateful for it. So I just wanted to say. Yep. I feel like I really value taking folks on food adventures and adventures yeah. in general, and I I aim to please. That's the significance part of my strengths quest. Like mm-hmm. I want people to. I want, I want them to feel valued, and I want to know they value me. So I really wanted you to value your lunch that day. Why did you come to Florida exactly? If you're from New Jersey, mm-hmm. and you don't like the food here, and you don't like the people here, sure, why sure. did you come here? It was not my choice. I was a, oh. a teenager, and my father got a better job or a more exciting job down in Florida. So he packed up the whole family. And I cried for many, many days because I miss New Jersey, <laughs> and I miss my family. Uh, but now I, I really like it. I love Gainesville. Mm. I'm a big fan. 
Awesome. Wow. You said get in the car. And then for undergrad, right. you said, is it kind of UF was in the on the back burner? Or did you kind of know that UF was there for you? I only applied to UF for undergrad, which I feel like is terrible advice. Like everyone <laughs> should apply to more than one school. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in retrospect, it was a huge risk. I didn't know what I was doing. I just went with it, rolled the dice, got mm-hmm. in, thank God. Um, and I wanted to go to UF because my high school crush was got in there. <laughs> and he was a senior and I was a freshman. And once I knew he was going, I said, I will also be going there. What's his name? Um, his name is Tyson Savaretti. Is he still alive? To my knowledge. Oh, okay. Oh, so, oh, Tyson, really if you're out there. Like that. Tyson, Name dropped like that. I mean, what do I have to do? Like, he knows I was obsessed with him. Um, <laughs> and he, we were both in theater together, and he was so talented. And you're every a theater gal? Yeah, I was. Was is that shocking? Uh, Not no, at all. But I was no. terrible. I was were you t- bad? Like, what, you're like the dog in the show? Like, you kind of, like, I gave was you those always parts? the chorus. Like the animal? Yes, oh, okay. I was always in the chorus. Um, but not to sing, because I can't sing. Yeah. But I was like a, like a background member. But I loved it. I think broadcasting was more my, you know, purview of yeah. talent. And I did do the high school morning news show. And then I also did it in, in my master's program. Look at us now. Yeah. Look at us now with a podcast. Full circle. Podcast. So if you ever feel like you're not going to have your dream, just create it as an adult. So you got to UF. Got to UF. And then after you did communications? No, no, I majored in psychology because I thought I was going to teach AP Psych and coach the track team and run prom committee. I really thought I was going to be active. Yes, I thought I was going to be very active in the high school curriculum scene. Could not pass the general education history exam because if you want to teach psych, you have to pass history. Didn't know. Was not, did not listen to any kind of podcasts about how to get into the program of my choice. And then ended up getting a preschool teaching position because that was what was available. And I did that for seven years. I would die. It was hard. Simply pass away. It was really preschool? challenging. Yes. I was very good at it. Oh, I yeah. Was no, a, you're great oh, at your job. Don't I was a great preschool teacher, but I, it, it's, not my, it's not my bag. And then now you deal with students. Adult children. Adult, adult children. children. Do you think there's a lot of similarities between toddlers and vet, vet school students. students? The first time I planned an event for the vet school was a finals festival, and I got a lot of flack from the office saying, like, you're not in preschool anymore. The students aren't going to like these activities. And it was a huge hit. And I just looked at everybody and said, I knew it. I knew that there was not that many differences between five-year-olds there's and 25-year-olds. Really no, there's really not. No. Uh, they both, you both love animals. Yep. You both um, food candy. Love you can food. You candy. love candy. We love. Mm-hmm. We love to cry. I feel like there's a lot of cry- there's emotions. A lot of, a lot of emo- emotions. I mean, really, really happy. Really, really sad. Yeah, a, a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of similarities. Quite. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So then, after preschool, mm-hmm. we ended. Where? How'd you get? to... I want to know the origin story of how did you land at UFCBM? I was the receptionist at Baby Gator Child Development and Research Centers, which is on campus. And the COO of the university, Dr. Charlie Lane, was a parent there. And he walked by. He's like, I think it's time for you to, like, start a career. And I said, I love that for me. Was that a diss? No. I mean, he was uh, he was more like, Genuinely do care. you have potential? Yeah, like, you need okay. to get out of okay. here. Not that being a receptionist does not mean folks have potential. But at the time, he was like, I think we can grow. And so he called the dean of the College of Vet Med, Dean Lloyd, and was like, you need to interview this this lady because I wouldn't have had an interview. My qualifications at that time were just – preschool teacher. Mm-hmm. And so pre-vet advisor, which was the job I was applying to, there's no reason I should have gotten that job except that I knew someone who knew someone and put the word in for me. That's why networking so is networking. so important. Oh yeah, for sure. Huge. Yep. Because I was told, I was like, there was no way you would even be reviewed based on your Whoa. resume. Wow. And then I 
interviewed in 2015 and I got the job and then I've been there ever since. And this is my third title now in the vet school. I was pre-vet advisor and then student pro student affairs program coordinator and now marketing and communications specialist. And do you love it? Have you thought like this is where you, this feels home? Or could you see yourself going to do something else? Because I'm so competitive, I'm constantly thinking about what the next move is. Mm -hmm. However, this year, and I think because of COVID, it's very much like I can be, I'm super grateful for my position and I really enjoy it. It does feel like home 100%. And so I'm much more feeling confident in staying put, feeling comfortable at the vet school and seeing where else I'll move within the vet school. Yeah. Because I feel like another thing with, with you this year with COVID and all the fun things was taking us as students and being like, hey, this is what we're going to do for this new class coming mm -hmm. in where we are dealing with all these emotions of our for finishing our first year. And then us as being those facilitators for them saying, hey, you guys have had a lot of emotions mm -hmm. the past year and your class hasn't really got to know each other. How can we fit that into fixing it or how to get everyone on the same level? Of, it's okay to feel these emotions and all these fun things. And I feel like you specifically take that hold and we're able to take all of these feelings and anxiety that we've had from our first year and how to accept that in a class that's still coming in on a COVID year. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you did an incredible job with that. Oh, thank you. I would like to give snaps to that. Absolutely. <laughs> ben got real deep, but I did. so Sorry. true. Our class has become so much closer because of you, in my opinion. It was so fulfilling. That summer with your class, getting ready I mean, so I went through counseling for basically like life coaching mm -hmm. for, for since when I was 15 to now. And so like the feelings wheel and the emotions was my training growing up. And so to be able to bring all of that to y'all and see you enjoy it and get closer, I loved it. It was the highlight. It might've been one of the highlights of this career. And I think that's another thing people should know about you was the fact that with what you do with us and with students, in some ways, I think some people are like, oh, Alex Avellino just just stands there and runs Instagram and <gasps> is just... Do people say that? Well, probably, for sure. <laughs> if you want to get into it, they're like... From the outside, from the outside. Yeah. I guess their perception is their reality. Exactly, their yeah. perceptions are reality, Absolutely. and I, I stand by that. But I think when people are like, what is Alex doing? Like, at the end of the day, it's like, if you're open to the fact of, like, these new things in vet school and, like, Alex being like, hey, engage in this mm. and then be open to... XYZ or be open to these things, the experience that is vet med at UF, I feel like you've made something that can be so daunting for students. And so like, I guess sometimes it can be dark and it can just be overwhelming to be like, okay, let me try something else today. And like, give us ways to like survive this, <laughs> this career and this, or how to just take what you've learned as learning psychology and learning how to feel mm -hmm. and giving it to people who I think haven't really processed that yet or learn how to use those feelings yet, especially in vet med where we come from. It's this, 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 you know, and I don't think we have a lot of process emotions and how to like handle ourselves and how to talk to you, talk to others in a certain sense and how we can actually, you take that and teach us how we can bring it to vet med and how to make vet med a more open place for those feelings or an open place for discussions about, anything with people, especially coming with like new students, faculty, staff. I think it's just like a, it's a tool that you gave us. And I'm, and I'm actually so proud that I, we get to do it. So. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I feel, that makes me feel very valuable, valuable and important that you got that out of it. I'm glad that is the, that is the goal. What does Alex Avellino mm. know about vet med? Mm -hmm. Like, why is she here mm -hmm. at vet? Like, you know, I feel like people be like, what is 
her credential or, you know, like what is – how is she in this space? And yeah. I feel like you're making yourself valid in this space uh-huh. that is vet med, and I think you're helping change a tide of, well, how can she be in vet med when she's not a veterinarian? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like you're doing a, a fantastic job. I just want to know like how you felt about that. Yes. I love that question because – Sometimes people will ask me, like, oh, you're a vet. When did you graduate? And I immediately feel imposter syndrome because I'm like, I'm not Mm -hmm. supposed to be here. So in the beginning when I got the job, I felt very insecure because I knew nothing about veterinary medicine. I didn't – I've lived in Gainesville at that point for 10 years. Didn't know – no, yeah, 10 years. Didn't know the hospital was there. Didn't know we had a college of vet med. And, like, we're the only one in the state of Florida. So that (laughs) felt wrong. Yeah. Uh, The gal who had the job before me had a foundation in agriculture – and communications and education. And I'm like, uh-oh. She like, had the credentials. She had credentials. She, like she knew she, what an animal was. She knew what an animal was and how to pet it and how to interact with it yeah. and, like, what a hoof is. And you're like, what, what dogs? do dogs wolf? I was like, what's like, spay like, neuter? Honestly. <laughs> so, me now. Same. Yeah. No, same. I, so that did feel very sketchy. But because I'm so competitive, I'm like, I'm going to make this yeah. my, my bitch. Yeah. To I use mean, a vet med term. For sure, yeah. Um, and so – Lynette, who is was my supervisor at the time, told me, she's like, give yourself three months. And I'm like, ah, eh, I'm going to give myself like two weeks. And so I really pushed to learn the profession. I immersed myself. I toured the hospital. I talked to you. I, did te- I teched in the hospital a couple of days to like learn what it is. You're lying. That's you impressive. Yeah. Like I teched one day. I mean, like I, How'd it go? I put on scrubs and How'd I did things yeah. and I shadowed. It was super illuminating. And now I feel like I can come in and tell people like this is what goes on in the hospital. So I did that. So I made sure that I knew my stuff and I really researched those first few weeks and few months. Now I've been doing it for six years. I'm like, uh, wrote the book on it. So you I did. feel comfortable. How I feel about like vet med and the profession, like I'm not an animal person. So I don't have the same passion, which I think can be valuable because I can step outside and be like, let's look at it from a business perspective. Yeah, definitely. And I would say to anybody who, I mean, everyone listening to this is interested in veterinary medicine, but just because you haven't had the experience before, that doesn't mean you can't do it. If you can learn and Google and be flexible and adaptable, you can do any job. You just need to get trained. And I, you know what I hope I'm teaching y'all the most is how to take care of yourselves. I really hope that's getting in about like getting on the plane, putting on your oxygen mask first. Because if you're As not, before we die, <laughs> because before we die, put your, your mask on. on. If there's a plane full of puppies, everybody is putting the masks on the puppies. Put your mask on first, because then you can't. You're gonna the the profession's gonna burn you out. Oh, for a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. So like having experiences. It's we're enjoying ourselves. I think that's the most important part. So I really, to be honest with you, like uh, that's my biggest goal is that y'all leave vet school with memories that you can call it some of the best years of your life. That's I hope, all yeah. I really hope for most students. I mean, yeah, get your degree. You're, but you're going to. We have an, a, an excellent attrition rate, um, meaning like we don't have a lot of folks leave the vet school. So I know you're going to get your degree, so I'd rather you have fun while you're here. Period. I agree. Go Gators. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, go Tigers, then go Gators. So, you know, mm. a little bias there. I mean, uh, I, one last little segment I wanted to touch into. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you open to feeling? I feel like we talk, you talked mm. about how you wanted us to feel as people. Mm-hmm. Like what brought you into this realm of – Brene, us listening to Brene Brown, like I know a lot of this podcast, if you've been listening this season, has been, you know, opening to feelings, how we've been growing as professionals and how we've been learning to feel and run, run, like uh, act with one another mm-hmm. um, and converse. So I just want to know, like, what brought you open? What made you step into the arena? So my godmother was my counselor first. So she she count, she's a counselor. She counseled my mother and my mother when I was 15. She's like, you will go see Audrey. That was my godmother's name. She's like, you're going to go see Audrey. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, I don't need counseling. I don't want to do this. This is a disaster. 
And she's like, I don't care. You're going. I started going to counseling and I truly hated it because I didn't want to feel it's, it's hard. It's vulnerable. I don't like it. It's, it's hard work to do it. So then after like a few months sessions, I started to feel unconditional love from Audrey. And I was like, I want to be more like her. And she was doing this feelings work. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, it took a long time for me to actually really get into it. And I'm still learning myself. But, like, I think COVID really helped mm-hmm. me see the value in it. So I, w- I was basically forced into feeling and then matured and saw the benefits. And that I see that when I don't take care of myself and my feelings, I'm a mess. And I make bad decisions. And I just want to help everyone else experience that. Oh, Alex, uh, I just want to ask, where can the people find you? Like on on like, what is your? Oh, how do people do you know you? what's so funny? I love that you're asking me this. I am so anti-social media. <laughs> like, I don't. You have, can find her under a bridge. I love that. She is. And I'll ask you three <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, I. This is this like I feel like all my journalism mentors are gonna be like, what the heck? But like, I deleted my Instagram. I deleted my Snapchat. I deleted my Facebook. Has nothing on it. It's just my face. Um, it's literally a Facebook. At least you're on. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's literally. Facebook. I'm on there for for menus for like food places. She's on LinkedIn, everyone. Don't oh yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yes, I am on LinkedIn. That is true. My LinkedIn mm-hmm. profile is up to date. I find that valuable. Um, you can find me on at VetMedFlorida Instagram. Yes, yes I will be true. on shoot it. Her a DM. Uh huh. You can sh- definitely shoot me a DM. I'm the one that reads them. Yep, that's where you can find me. And I like. I hope everyone can find me just like in their enthusiasm and competitive drive. Like, if you ever feel like I want to win today, I hope you're channeling Alex Avellino vibes. Always, 100%. I think. Oh, we, we say that we'll be like, yeah. "This is Alex Avellino energy right here." Like, right. Oh, is it so? Yeah. Is it erratic? No, no, no. no. It'll be like okay. the, the, it'll be like the energy of way. like yeah, like something we're like, oh, we're definitely gonna be like if it's competitive or something's like <laughs> off the wall or like we say something kind of like weirdly off the topic. We'll be like Alex Avellino energy today. <laughs> Like, how can we get that? But I want to, I do want to say you were asking me like, who am I? And I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm Alex. Like I'm really starting to accept who I am. And there was a time where when I was so competitive, I judged it. I was like, ugh, I don't want to be that person who is like trampling all over everybody, which is not how my competitiveness presents itself. But I always took everyone else's perception so much more seriously. And now I'm like, mm, nope, I'm the one who has to sleep with myself at night. Yeah. I'm the one who has to accept me. So I feel like in answer to your question, I'm Alex. I love I love, love that. That, that <laughs> is amazing. I think right that there. is a great way to be like, you know who she is? She's Alex Evelino. Yeah. And what she'll and that's do, it. right? Exactly. That's can't, it. Can't define it. Can't define it. And that's for everybody. You're Ben Chamberlain. You're Allie Bergen. Yeah. There's no one. I mean, there might be another Ben Chamberlain, but they're there not isn't, this Ben. There isn't. They're not, not that. This right. Correct. Ben There's not you. There is no other you. Yeah. And you're valuable. That's yeah. valuable. It brings something to the table. We need each person to yeah. present them their true selves. And, oh, wait, Ali, where can the people find you, too? For me, yeah. you can also, I am big on social media. Um, Instagram. What's your am I, you Oh, I'm dropping yeah, a handle? Yeah, you have to let people know oh, where they can oh find Lord. you. Um, it's at Ali, A-L-L-Y, and then underscore Bergen, B-E-R-G-N, for literally everything. Literally everything. Um, and also, you can find me, uh, Ben Chamberlain. I am at Ben Becoming DVM. And uh, also, you can catch me on TikTok, even though I don't yeah. post. Yes. I, yeah. I would like to say... Uh, this was an incredible experience. I want to say you are a gem. Uh, we are so glad you came and talked to us today in, in the other chair today. Yeah, I feel like, it around. Yeah. yeah. And it was a really fun experience. I hope she leaves this unscripted, but I know it won't. But um, I am so happy that we got to talk to you on the 100th episode of Prevet Paul's cast. And anyone out there, if you have any questions vet med related, reach out to any of us at UF. We'd love to talk about the school. 
And um, I'm excited to see what else we bring to this podcast. So thank you, Alex. Thank you both for having me. Thank you for sharing the microphone with us today. And now you say, I'm Ben Chamberlain. And I'm Allie Bergen. And then you say, and we'll talk to you soon. I'm Ben Chamberlain. And I'm Allie Bergen. And we'll we'll talk talk to you you soon. soon. Ah, you killed it! (laughs)